Ramily, Ramily, Ramily. Welcome into Ramsaholic Season 1, Episode 9. I'm your host, Shay. You can find me on Twitter or X. At Shay tweeted that. You can find the team and all of our other content as well over at Toilets to Titles. On today's episode of Ramsaholic, I'm going to talk about the John Johnson signing, the first unofficial depth chart release, and our preseason game this week versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Cue the intro. Swap a verse, do it. and I can play ball in real life. So when they make it fun, it never work. They think they offended me. I'm dodging that energy. I know who my friends are now. You currently dead to me. This shit gon' last a century. Uh-huh. And every time they mention uh-huh. me, increase my life expectancy. Uh-huh. Maybe this my destiny. Loved and hated, then hated and loved. Never betrayed to be a thug, but know a couple who hold slugs. Whoa. Ain't fighting Spider-Man, but everything I'm spitting venom. Had to look in the mirror and get my shit together. Cause sometimes you think it's over, but it's only getting better. Yeah, good friends going with the wind, like Pac said. Legends never die, so we not dead. I'm a fresh white boy, you can call me a pothead. I can say I ain't got You can find all of our content, including articles, mock drafts, players' rankings, and episodes at toilettsatitles.com. If you're watching on YouTube, first, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure to hit and that like and subscribe button. Also turn on the post notifications so you don't miss out on our daily content. Also, while you're on YouTube, the CFB Nation YouTube channel is our sister network and they bring you daily college football content. Show them some love by subscribing and throwing likes. Throw us an Apple podcast, iTunes review. And lastly, if you'd like to interact with the team, discuss NFL, fantasy football, betting, college football, or if you'd like to get into our weekly mock drafts, Reach out to me or Coach Sheps to get into our Gilded Chat. So big news in uh, Los Angeles this week. I think a lot of the Ramalee was very excited to see that John Johnson attended training camp. And then the next day ended up signing. First uh, broken by Jake Ellenbogen on Twitter. Make sure to throw him a, a follow if you're on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, we get John Johnson back after two years with Cleveland uh, with some mixed results over in Cleveland. You know, I don't worry about what he did in Cleveland because I know what he did in Los Angeles. I know what he brings to this team. He brings us that veteran safety, which we need right now with Jordan Fuller being the lone guy with over two years experience in the safety position. Uh, it's it's great, man. John Johnson, you know, probably his biggest moment to the wide range of football fans uh, was his interception in 2018 versus the New Orleans Saints in overtime. And then he hit him with the ride out. Marcus Peters smacks him in the helmet, like ride out. Awesome moment, man. Like if if. You watch that game as a Rams fan, the controversy and and then how it ended. It was just amazing. So John Johnson being back, I am super happy. I was not someone that wanted to lose him in the first place. I actually went to the Cleveland draft in 2021 uh, and talked to a lot of Browns fans. Obviously, I had all my Rams gear on. I told him you guys got a dog. Like that's 
that's a huge signing at the time Cleveland was considered a contender. I mean, even right now they are uh, for playoffs. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe we, we lost John Johnson. Obviously, it ended up working out with Nick Scott being a stud. But Taylor Rapp was just not the answer for us. Good hitter. Good, like, dime package. Safety you could bring in the box more. But John Johnson's coverage skills are on another level. Compared to a Taylor Rapp, even compared to a Nick Scott, he's a lot better of a coverage guy. Tackling Nick Scott has that. But overall, the duo of John Johnson the third and Jordan Fuller, I would take that every day of the week over Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp. And that's no knock to Nick Scott. I think of all of the safeties, him and John Johnson are neck and neck. But then the gap between Fuller and then Rapp is it's there. So super excited with the signing. This keeps us at 10 and 7 for me. It doesn't really move the needle per se. I think it's just great to have that veteran out there bring some leadership he knows our system he knows the scheme it's a great time to to it was a great day for me i i had a good day monday for sure uh demarcus robinson wide receiver uh he's been balling he's been looking really good in camp uh, his route running looks better than i've seen well, he was with Baltimore, Kansas City. Uh, I think he really knows this is his last chance to get a multi-year deal. Um, to really prove himself. He's a speed guy, but he really seems like he's worked on his route running. Him and Stenson Bennett have had a great connection all camp. Um, obviously, he hasn't gotten many reps with Stafford as he has with Bennett. But it's not to say that the guy isn't doing great. He's, he's looking good. Um, Tyler Johnson, you really haven't heard much from him. And it seems like Robinson's really taking the spotlight. When I break down our depth chart, I'll, I'll show you guys where Demarcus Robinson's actually listed right now. Remember, it is a unofficial depth chart, so things can change. One thing... You know, I'm always positive about our Rams, but a concern for me is our edge position. Michael Hoich is uh, got one side locked up. We'll discuss who is listed as the other starter with him shortly. But on my last episode of Ramsaholic, I did discuss this position as something that we should try to go and attack veterans. I named Yannick. He gets signed by the Chicago Bears. I named Justin Houston. I talk about his age, 35, but he's still a veteran that could bring some, some good reps to this team. He gets signed by the Carolina Panthers. He's going to be a huge help opposite Brian Burns. So that leaves me with Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney in the Rams community has been a name that's been going around for years, many, many years, even when he left Houston, uh, even in his years in Cleveland, you know, in Seattle. This is a guy that 
we really wanted. Uh, the Rams community understands that when you have Aaron Donald on the D-line, the edge is probably one of the most important positions. 2018, made the Super Bowl. We went out and got Dante Fowler from the Jacksonville Jaguars. 2021, our Super Bowl winning season. We went out and got one of the best edge outside linebackers of all time in Von Miller. It's just when you have Aaron Donald plugging that middle on the outside of the guards, you need that edge because you could really create some mayhem right there. We're super young at this position. And it's a good thing, but, I mean, the Rams are our playoff team, so if we really want to make that push, we need guys like Byron Young, Daniel Hardy, Nick Hampton. Those guys need to step up. Kier Thomas. It's um, it's a bunch of names that most people probably never heard of. So... It's something that the Rams, hopefully these young guys could step up, but it's a long season, and it's such a crucial part of this defense led by Raheem Morris that that you need you need your edge, guys, bringing it. We might have to do some rotations, keep guys fresh, um, but it's definitely something that we need to do. So let's get into it. The depth chart release unofficial um, came out August 8th, so yesterday. And it's very interesting that this is the first season that our depth chart really has a lot of guys list, two guys listed at one position. So let's get right into it. At wide receiver one. Of course, Cooper Cup. If this was the regular season, Cooper Cup would be right back at practice. Um, It's not. It's training camp. He's a veteran. He knows the system. We're going to let him rest. Tight end, Tyler Higby. No shocker there. Uh, The shocker is Hunter Long Long being third. I was really hoping he could have pushed for second, but him being hurt right now does not help that case. Uh, second is Bryce Hopkins, Bryson Hopkins, um, left tackle. This is how it's written: Joe Noteboom or Alaric Jackson. Now, if you've been watching camp, you see Alaric Jackson's getting more reps than Joe Noteboom. Joe Noteboom's actually been getting reps as well at, at guard. So, I feel. Alaric, it will be the guy, but this is going to be a real tight competition. Now, the skill gap between the two guys isn't big. And you throw in Joseph Nopum's three-year, $45 million contract. High praise about being the future of left tackle when Andrew Whitworth retired. Uh, Larry Jackson definitely has to play above and beyond him just like being in a ufc title fight if you're the champion and your opponent is keeping it close in those championship rounds the champion's gonna get it right 
that's where Joe Noboom has the advantage right now. He has that contract. Uh, McVay and company need to show that he is worth that contract or it kind of looks bad on you, right? You pay a guy that much money and then Alaric Jackson just comes in and starts over him. I believe Alaric Jackson is the better of the two right now. Maybe I'll be wrong, but it's definitely a competition and seeing or it's interesting. Uh, left guard Steve Avella yesterday, him and Aaron Donald had some one-on-one reps and <laughs> the kid looks amazing, man. Steve Avella, I feel is going to be our next great guard. Could go down as one of our best guards ever. This kid is a monster. And if you're keeping up with Aaron Donald on one-on-one drills, that says a lot. I think he has left guard locked up by a wide margin. He's very versatile as well. <clears throat> can play left or right guard. Could throw him at the tackle positions as well as center. So we got a great one there in the second round. And I'm happy about it. Uh, center, Brian Allen or Coleman Shelton. Now we all, this is another one, all of us in the Rams community, we knew that this would be a battle between the two. Brian Allen is the veteran. Coleman Shelton is the newer kid on the block that just signed a contract this offseason to come back to L.A. I'm leaning towards Coleman Shelton. You guys know that I have every episode that I discussed camp battles, position battles. I've been on Coleman Shelton. I think he brings a lot more uh, versatility to the center role because he's also very good at, at run blocking. Uh, Cam Akers had 300-yard games to end the season. Coleman Shelton was the center. So the guy's just great at center. Brian Allen, undersized. Definitely a good veteran. Can really help Stafford read a defense better. He brings that aspect. Um, injury prone. Big part of his portfolio thus far. I feel Coleman Shelton will win the job, but I don't feel super confident about it. I know Sean McVay loves Ryan Allen, so may the best man win. At right guard, I will be honest, I missed out on this. I was really pushing for Logan Bruss to really get this position or uh, scenario where Joe Nopum gets a guard position. But Tremaine Akram, he's got it right now. And I think he will end up being it once the official depth chart is released prior to week one. So I'm happy about it. He's another guy that we have on the line that earned it. And for him to have no one listed as a competition is huge. Logan Bruss this week, actually, uh, McVay said he's going to be the backup right tackle to Rob Havenstein. Now... I will say one thing, in college, he definitely played way more games at tackle than he did at guard, but the the news when we drafted him was this is the guy to be our guard position, but I think with us getting Steve Avella, that could have changed things. This offensive line is going to be good. Uh, we have a lot of depth because no boom or Jackson. Allen or Shelton and Bruss. Those three guys 
So I listed five, but three will end up being backups. Whoever doesn't get the starting position at left tackle and center. That's something that we've never had. And with the injuries we had last year, this is this is awesome. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited. You know, do I really need to list the right tackle, Rob Havenstein? We all know he had that on lock, so it's it's going to be a fun one. At wide receiver two, no shock here. Van Jefferson. Now, I am hearing a lot of good things that a lot of personnel, coaches in the Rams organization are saying this is going to be Van Jefferson's biggest season. Our Super Bowl season, he did have six touchdowns, 800 yards with a healthy Matthew Stafford. He was also healthy that year. Um, Now he's going to be his highest on the depth chart since his He's came to L.A. He's never been a number two. He's always been a three. And he was actually going to be a four when we trade for Odell Beckham Jr. And then the unfortunate news of Robert Woods getting injured pushed him back to three. So Van Jefferson, I'm excited to see what he can bring. I do think Puka Nakoa is going to get a lot of snaps as well. But I feel that. It'll be more at the wide receiver three as of right now. And eventually he could be our second guy in targets. But Van Jefferson will be the deep guy. And I think he could get a thousand yards this year for sure. Shocker to me here. Uh, wide receiver three, two, two Atwell. Um, I'm hoping the guy can do it, but there's only so much hope you can have before you just lose it, right? Two, two Atwell's had moments. Last year, he had that bomb from Matthew Stafford in the New Orleans Saints game for a touchdown. He had some some nice catches with Baker Mayfield, but really down the stretch, really slow down. And I think his size is definitely a concern. You can't really utilize him in the middle of the field. He has to be a guy that you throw to more on the sideline so he could get out of bounds. If you do throw to him in the middle, some quick slants in zone. Uh, some quick curl routes so he could get down quick. He's really small, 170 maybe now. Uh, drafted at like 160, got up to 165. He's he's not a big a big guy. He has to be the burner for us. And a wide receiver three in this offense gets a lot of run. So I believe that Demarcus Robinson and Puka Nakoa are going to get a lot of run. Lance McCutcheon possibly could get cut. Preseason's coming up, so you know how he does when it comes to that. Uh, Tyler Johnson. I don't know. It, it's tough. We we got some we got some depth at wide receiver. Definitely a big gap from Cup down, but depth is always a good thing. QB one, Matthew Stafford. No shock there. Uh, shocker to me is that QB two. It still says Stenson Bennett or Brett Ripon. Bennett is definitely going to get the QB2 role. He's been getting first-team reps whenever Matthew Stafford's getting rest days. Stop playing games with the man. Come on. Running back, depth chart. Um, this one shocked me. Not Cam Akers being one. Not Kyron Williams being two. But Ronnie Rivers being three. I really had high hopes for Zach Evans. And I haven't heard much out of camp with him. On how he's looking he might be a guy that takes a little long to develop get used to the scheme it is not the easiest scheme 
All these other guys have at least one year experience. Ronnie Rivers and Kyron Williams last year. Cam Akers, this is year four. So, I mean, we'll see. Zach Evans is listed there right there with Royce Freeman. Doesn't really sit well with me. I'm not a big Ronnie Rivers guy. He's had some nice plays last year, but he's really small. I like the big three-down back uh, portfolio that Zach Evans brings, and I really hope that he could push that at least the three. Uh, Kyron Williams could be our third down back with his pass-catching ability. But we got the dog cam makers at one, so let's get it. Uh, defensive end, we have a battle brewing with Marquise Copeland and Ernest Brown. I am torn between these two. It's going to be a battle for sure. And this is one that I don't have a favorite for. I think both guys bring a lot. Maybe I lean towards Copeland a little bit, but Ernest Brown's an uh, animal as well. Uh, nose tackle, Kobe Turner or Bobby Brown. This should be an interesting battle until week one to see who really gets the start. Although I do see a split coming, 50-50, 60-40, something like that between both guys. Kobe Turner's a rookie. So that definitely makes it harder to put him as a Sherlock 70% of the snaps. Um, but he's getting high praise from Aaron Donalds. Excuse me. So that's always good. At defensive tackle, the GOAT, Aaron Donald. Outside linebacker, a.k.a. Edge. You have Michael Hoich and Byron Young. So Byron Young's got it right now. That is who, if you've been watching Ramsaholic lately, that is who I've been rooting for to get it. I still think we need to bring in a veteran. But Byron Young, if you go by Madden, he's in the 90s of speed. The kid is a burner, so I'm excited to see what he can bring. I'd definitely like to see him uh, develop better with a veteran there. Veteran presence like Clowney, although he gets injured, I'm not worried about that. I just like sometimes to have those veterans there to really teach these younger guys and you know von miller did it when he was with us so it's good you know aaron donald's got his hands tied so uh byron young inside linebacker ernest jones no shocker there should be one of the best linebackers in football this season at least top 10 christian roseboom we all knew he would be the starter as well Definitely a position that isn't strong, but we've won a Super Bowl with worse. So I'm excited to see what Roseboom can bring in a starting role. Cornerback one, Kobe Durant. No shock there. I think a lot of us in the Rams community are expecting a big season from him. I'm expecting a Pro Bowl season from him. Excited. Uh, Darion Kendrick, cornerback two. I called it uh, over a month ago. I said he would be the starter opposite Kobe Durant. And right now he's listed there. Uh, Robert Rochelle and Trey Tomlinson are listed as backups to both guys. And then Akilo Witherspoon is listed as well as a starter. So not sure if he's going to be playing the nickel or the outside, but he's listed there. This is the veteran we signed from the Pittsburgh Steelers just a couple weeks ago. He's also a former San Francisco 40 winer which is how a lot of us probably know him. Safety, Jordan Fuller and Russ Yeast. 
definitely feel that Russ East won't be starting come week one, that John Johnson will be. Quentin Lakes also listed behind Jordan Fuller. Uh, he's been playing a lot of linebacker as well. I think him and Roseboom will definitely be swapping with each other depending on the packages we're bringing, the, the personnel we're facing on the opposing offense. There's going to be a lot of guys getting snaps and reps. We have a very young defense. Probably one of the younger defenses in football outside of Aaron Donald. No one's over 30 years old. Kilo Weatherspoon might be 28, 29. Um, and then John Johnson, if he ends up starting, is 27. I do think he will start. Russ Yeast is a cracker. Boys, boy can really hit. I like having this safety lineup, but John Johnson and Jordan Fuller seems like the duo that the Rams are going to be going with. And that is the unofficial depth chart. Special teams, punter at Ethan Evans, kicker Tanner Brown, punt return, Puku Nakuo, and kick return, Kyron Williams with Ronnie Rivers. <clears throat> if you'd like to support the team and become a part of the title tribe make sure to check out our patreon patreon.com backslash toilets titles uh we really appreciate the support we've been getting more patreon members as of late especially with the football season coming a lot of people are going to want to get in for our waiver wire episodes the frankenstank league starts soon people are dying for that 96 man league uh super fun definitely different involves trading cards so definitely fun to check out you're going to get betting advice. Uh, you're going to get roster analysis, 30-minute episodes breaking down your league's draft just for you. And you could reach out to all the team members. We'll get you on our Gilded chat. You could ask questions, you know, during the season, you're, whether you're in Dynasty now or redraft in a couple of weeks. You're going to have a lot of trades going around. And you're going to need some advice. You're not going to need advice from your buddies that, in the league that may not have your best interest contact us patreon.com become a member we really appreciate the support and lastly let's get into our preseason game this week i know i know it's preseason but it is verse our tenant the los angeles chargers are going Traveling to the Los Angeles Rams. It's a far drive, right? All I know is they better have their, their rent. I'm not taking it easy on them. Now, this is going to be a big preseason game. For us, we have a lot of open battles, as I just talked about, on the depth chart. It's going to be exciting to see who really steps up. I'm definitely not going to miss a single snap. I'll be watching the whole game. And I can be honest with you and say that I don't remember the last time I've watched the whole preseason game. Typically at this point, our depth chart is locked up. I don't know that we'll be starting starters. Um... Obviously, Donald Cup, 
staff or guys like that won't be playing, but Stenson Bennett's going to start. I'm excited for that. You know, you see them do well in training camp, but preseason gets you that extra step up. But there's always preseason darlings. Lance McCutcheon last year comes to mind, so much so that I smashed adding him in Dynasty Leagues, and now he's on my taxi squad, so in a possible uh, training camp cut. So Los Angeles Chargers versus Los Angeles Rams. I'm not going to give score predictions or anything like that. You really don't know who's going to be out there for how many snaps. Herbert might go out there for one snap, throw one pass to Keenan Allen, take him out. Quentin Johnston on their team. It'll be exciting to see him play. I'm sure he'll get plenty of run. It is the first game of preseason, so you definitely see guys play more snaps that are going to be starting this week than you would in the third game because that's right before the regular season starts. So that's when you see the practice squad guys getting out there. So, Rambly, as always, thank you for tuning in. Take care of each other. Take care of your loved ones. Always show love, no hate. Title Tribe, Rambly, I'm out. I'm getting my shit together City just ain't safe These kids down for whatever Letting the lead fly They flocking just like a feather I couldn't stay there forever Career not getting better I ain't no rapper Can't imagine not getting cheddar They posting pics in their base models Not even leather It's not even leather It's 4am White Wait The city